Welcome to the Constructing Greatness Podcast, where I will be sharing real stories with inspiring tradesmen and many other driven and passionate leaders in construction and various other industries. I'm your host, Nicholas Ofak, and I've been in the construction business since 1996 as a construction manager and have worked for some of the largest builders in the United States. I'm now a business owner entrepreneur, and partner in a firm where we've successfully managed to be listed on the Inc. 5000, America's fastest growing private companies, three years in a row. The main purpose of this podcast is to inspire and create awareness about the value of working in the trades and to educate about the great benefits and rewarding opportunities it can create. Are you ready to take this fun journey with me? Let's do it. Today's guest is a gentleman I actually connected with on LinkedIn. It was probably about four or five years ago. He started a company called RDL Construction in 2012, approximately eight years ago. And I have since done business with him on a few projects. Ron Lynn, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Glad you're here. We were trying to get this set up for a little bit now and we had it set up for New Year's Eve, and uh, I had some technical issues. I apologize, All right. but I'm glad we we're able to set it up now. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Yeah, your story is a great one, and, and I just want to go back to um, you know, how you got to where, where you're at today. You were actually a helicopter mechanic in the U.S. Army National Guard, correct? Correct. How long were you in the National Guard? Or are you still? Eight years. Eight years from 2008 to 2016. Okay. And you were working on Blackhawks. Correct. Too, right? Yep. That's really cool. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, I basically did all the maintenance. I was a 15 Bravo out of Lakehurst. Okay. So anytime something came up, uh, repair on the engine, the actual physical engine, we did it. Very cool. Very cool. And then uh, you actually started Construction Profile, a networking platform. Can you talk a little bit about that and what what that's all about? I originally launched it a little while back, but I didn't like the full outcome, how it was being presented. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's a networking app that allows you to hire general contractors, subcontractors, skilled trade individuals. Mm -hmm directly through an app or website. So if I'm doing work out of state, I search the zip code and you get a bunch of different skilled in- individuals. Interesting. Whether you're looking for a GC, kind of like an Angie's list, but just different as far as the terms of being able to simplify your search. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a small project at home, you know, a little spackle touch up, you don't want to have to hire a general contractor mm-hmm. for a small little item. So it allows you to, you know, simplify your search based on the area you're doing the work, as well as for us on job sites, we always have material left over. This allows you to post extra job material for people to either buy, transport, and sell. So. Got it. And I also read that it it you get to show, I guess, the uh, subcontractor or individual's work. You Correct. You see examples of their work. How does that work exactly? So imagine like Facebook, how you post like pictures Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. So you're able to post, create a profile, post individual projects Mm -hmm. that you're currently working on. So if I'm an owner 
and I, I'm thinking about hiring you, I'm able to go to your page, look at the work that you previously done, your mm-hmm. certificates, whether you're, you know, you're certified plumber, certified electrician, whatever trade you're specifically in, mm-hmm. and see what you've done in the past before hiring you, instead of just, you know, mostly it's word of mouth. You don't really get to see what they're doing. You have to go to their website. Some people don't even have websites. Mm-hmm. If you're hiring just an individual for the day, a carpenter, say, for the day, you're able to go to his page and see what he's previously done before him showing up to your house. Is there a validation process? Like when they post something, how do you know for certain that that's something that they've done? Like, like who validates? Well, that, that's that's a good question. I mean, that's part of the reason why I stopped. Well, not just because of the fact that con- my construction company's so busy, I haven't yeah. had the time. So what was happening is I had a company out of India do the, the website and the mobile app, well, the time differences there is, you know, way different. So mm-hmm. by the time I could do my Skype meetings with them to go over my app and website, it'd be 12, one o'clock in the morning. Gotcha. So it was just too tough mm-hmm. for them to fully see my vision. So I kind of stopped it and it's heels right now just to, you know, regroup. Mm-hmm. I'm working with another company in, in Marlton right now to get this up and running again. Awesome. No, I think it's a great idea. I was just curious about it when I read up on it. No, good stuff. And you actually went to Camden County College for a couple of years for business management. Business was, administration. Okay. Yeah. How was that experience? Honestly, in high school, we did a, a lot of electives. So I did an accounting elective. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my first year at Camden County College, it was just reiterating what I learned. Got it. My senior year of high school in my accounting classes. So I did one year of it and I said, you know, I learned enough mm-hmm. that of what I wanted to do. I feel like on the job training was, was going to benefit me more. Sure. And uh, I stopped going after that. So was it transferable to what you're doing now with your business? Did it help you at all with your business going to college? I mean, I know it was uh, one year, but. Somewhat, I guess some of the accounting things I took from it and, and business uh-huh. things I took from it. But um, honestly, just picking people's brains have, have really helped me throughout this process. Sure. Sure. Let's get to that process. You know, where you're at today, RDL construction. RDL is an interior and exterior metal and wood framing company. They also do ACT, which is acoustical ceiling tile, drywall, install of door frames and hardware, toilet accessories, even FRP. Basically, Ron's company is an open shop company that performs a complete commercial carpentry package. And, you know, me as a GC, as a construction manager, that's what's nice about what Ron's doing and and other carpenters that do it in the business that take on a complete package. And, uh, you know, Ron, I got to tell you, man, there's not too many open shop companies that I know that do what you're doing, which I think is a big reason why you're thriving. You're handling a complete package for a GC. And uh, like I said, your company's doing really well. And talk a little bit about how you got into carpentry, why you chose the carpentry path. So my father, when I was younger, owned a steel stud construction. It was a kind of same, similar. I don't think he did as much as we do now, but he concentrated on more of the gist of metal framing and drywall. Mm-hmm. And I would do work for him here and there summers. And, and I like building stuff. I like dealing with different people on a daily basis, seeing different projects, you know, from start to finish. And uh, I just knew there was a good opportunity to make some decent money in here and, and just build something that hopefully one day my kids take over. So, No, awesome. 
Awesome. And now you're eight years in. Tell us a little bit about what you're willing to share, the, the size of your company, employees, you know, volume, how you're doing. Um, so this year we did just under 16 million. Fantastic. We have roughly 35 employees, but between my guys and subcontractors, we have between 100 to 200 guys going on a daily basis. So as far as uh, work, we're doing um, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, New York, PA. We're looking into the Florida market now. A lot of our clients are starting to go out there, so we're trying to follow them there. We've gone to Virginia to do work. Basically, you know, we kind of follow our clients and, um, you know, wherever they're willing to go, we're willing to go. No, awesome. And I had no idea you were doing that kind of volume. In, In eight years, man, congrats. Thank that's, you. I appreciate that's it. really, really great, man. That hasn't been easy, man. There's a lot of growing pains, but you know, I found myself, you put a good team together, you know, and you build around that team It, you know, it works wonders. You got to put trust and faith into the guys you hire and uh, allow them to uh, flourish. Absolutely. And communication, right. And sir, you're very service oriented, which that's huge. And let's circle back to LinkedIn and just the power of LinkedIn, you know, the marketing tool that it creates. I mean, that's how I met you. That's how we connected for business to business, you know, relationships and just businesses doing business with other companies. I think LinkedIn is, is the place to be. And your posts on LinkedIn, talk about how, what that has done for your company. Honestly, my two biggest clients right now have come from LinkedIn and it has been a huge opportunity for me. When I first started you know, posting on there. I didn't think anything of it. You know, it's just like, you know, kind of like Facebook. I didn't think I'd get too much out of it, but I continued at it, you know, interacted with everyone that would interact to the post. And, you know, I've got a ton of business from LinkedIn. It's, it's worked wonders for me. Yeah. But I know, I know you have, we talked about it before and we, you know, we talked in detail on, on how to, you know, post and, and uh, you've been out posting me, man. You've been doing, uh, you've been doing well. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of my many uh, things. I might need to hire a a media guy sooner or later to uh, keep up with all this like you. I got to tell you, it would, it would be a good idea. It would be a good idea. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm doing my own stuff, but just to put yourself out there and how you're growing and just kind of show people, you know, what you're all about and just be transparent. You know, it's, it's, it's well, I, I think tool. people understand too, like other companies and you're not going to go post stuff online for everyone to see. Yeah. If you aren't who you say you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I love it. And speaking of that, let's talk about a little issue, which I just wanted to talk about. You had a little recent union issue where, where oh, they're uh, still out there. They're if still I, out if there? I took this computer and brought it down the street, <laughs> they're, they're still out there. I actually, the guy named the guy that's picking it out there, his name's Ed. Mm-hmm. The day I actually made my own sign. I was so aggravated that I made my own sign, stuck mm-hmm. my sign next to their sign and picketed with them for a day. You know, and we picked each other's brains and, uh, yeah. It was, um, we had a good conversation and, uh, yeah. we actually keep in touch now. I mean, no, they're, they're, I mean, they're good guys. They, they're doing what they got to do, but, but tell them what your sign said. Cause I saw the post on social media. What did your sign say? Uh, it said shame on local two six, six, I believe for harassing a veteran owned business. Yeah. Or veteran owned company. I thought that was a, that was a pretty, uh, professional, you know, response, but Hey, you know, the owner hired you to do a job and you're just trying to eat like everybody else. Right. I yeah. mean, it, it was funny when I did it because they're like, in 40 years, we've never had someone 
Pickett, our Pickett. <laughs> and of all things, they were highly surprised that the owner of me, who's, you know, 33 years old, was the actual one who was picking. They thought I just yeah. sent somebody out there to go right. pick him. No, so they I, were um, – I think I, I gained some respect in that terms. No, no doubt. And I thought it was an ingenious uh, response. And the post on LinkedIn, you know, you sharing that, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I believe it got like 15 or 16,000 views. So, you know. Did it, did it get that many? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I figured it would be a good opportunity to take the bad with the good and, and use it as an opportunity to promote my love company it. in a positive way. Absolutely love it. No, it when they're trying sense. to promote it in a negative way. Yeah. You know. Yep. Got it. Now, nice, nice move by you. Talk about COVID-19 and how that's impacted your company, if, if at all. So fortunately, we like I said, we have a great client base, so we were able to keep guys busy throughout this. My main thing that I noticed was payments coming in slower. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the GC's faults. A lot of these are bank funded projects that, you know, because everyone's working remote, the time frame for, you know, checks to get mailed and signed and reviewed. It just made it prolonged to where, you know, normally you're getting paid 45 to 60 days to drug it out to 90 to 120 days. Mm -hmm. So financially, you know, the money came in slower, but we were able to keep everyone on staff. We actually hired some people throughout the COVID. We had a couple big projects that got waivers. So the, the main challenge was just, you know, being able to get masks at first, but I got, I reached got out it. to some of my contacts mm -hmm. to get everyone the proper PPE to be able to be on the job site for one. Yeah. Bring it to my guy's attention that, you know, this, this is serious, you mm -hmm. know, if they feel sick to stay home. And yep. fortunately for my guys, they've been with me pretty much from day one. So, you know, not too many people took advantage of, you know, they get a little cough and they're like, you know, I need to be out for COVID. They were honest about it. And, you know, if somebody was sick, they got tested. You yeah. general contractors, I give you guys a ton of, of credit as far as taking people's temperatures, mm -hmm. making sure that everyone has the proper, you know, face masks on and, and gloves and, you know, hand wash stations and yeah. Porter John's getting cleaned out every day. It, you guys did an excellent job. Yeah, CDC oh guidelines. God. Yeah, the guidelines. And, and each state was a little different, too. And, yeah, you just, you just have to follow it. Hey guys, it's Nick. I have a short message from our sponsor, MPC Builders. With well over 40 years of combined construction-related experience in both the residential and commercial markets, MPC Builders services the New Jersey and Philadelphia metro areas. Check out our website at mpcbuilders.net or you can call me directly at 856-217-1750 and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have about your construction project. No, great. And, and I want to ask you, too, do you do any residential or is you just all commercial these days? We do some residential for like our clients or our clients, clients, custom basements. We don't okay. do a crazy amount. Yeah, but, um, you're so busy. You commercial. Know, if a client asks for us to take care of one of their clients or, the, or they need something done on their specific house, you, you'll we'll go and it do out. it. Got it. So what are you working on right now? What's getting you really excited? What projects have you landed? You know, we'll talk a little so bit about that. This year coming up, well, I guess this year is now, but we have a lot of stuff on the books, which is promising considering the whole COVID, you, you would think jobs would be either getting canceled or delayed. So we have a promising 
2021. We have a bunch of senior livings coming up, pharmaceutical, self-storage, Dollar Generals. We probably do 30 of them a year. You know, they're smaller projects, but they're nice projects, five-day in-and-out projects. Uh, so we got a lot on the books okay. coming up for this year. And, um, you know, it's exciting to see that, you know, even with COVID, you know, these jobs are still moving forward. That's good news to hear, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely looks like it's thriving. We, we certainly picked up some more work here in 2021, but certainly got a little slow for us in 2020. That's because didn't really know where we were heading with COVID. But I think with the vaccines now, that's kind of helping and giving some people comfort level. Absolutely. One thing I noticed probably that that might change a little bit is the retail sector and and office fit outs might slow down a little bit. But no, I certainly can see that, too. Yeah, no, I agree. Self-storage has been huge for us this year. I see your post, man. Yeah, tons of it. No, I get it, man. And what are you passionate about outside of work, like your hobbies? Sports, fishing, family. My family's number one. I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for them. Yeah. You know, my goal in life is to give them a good life to live and, and hopefully one day pass this on to my children. Mm-hmm. So excellent. What sport, what I like sports sports. I love sports. I play in a men's basketball league. Okay. I golf. I'm not the greatest golfer. I attempt to golf, I should say. We all do. <laughs> Anything that's competitive, honestly. Yeah. No, I can certainly relate, man. So if someone wants to get into construction, what would your advice be on how to do so? Learn from the bottom and work your way up before you make the transition. It's hard work. Mm -hmm. It's extremely hard work. And if you're not willing to put it in, don't open your own business. Yeah. When I first started, I started with me and three guys. I would work all day, get home, bid at night to probably one in the morning and do it all over again. Yeah. I look back now and I'm like, I don't know how I possibly did what I did with the amount of sleep I got on a daily basis. Yeah. But if you're willing to work hard, it will benefit you. Yeah. Start, Take care of your clients. As much as a relationship me and you could have, or, or I could have with another client, a relationship can only go so far. You have to understand if you aren't performing on your end, that relationship's going to go out the door. Yep. I agree. You could, I could be best friends with you and you can give me a job. If I'm not performing, there's no way you're going to give me another job or even back my company to get another job. It's business. Yep. Yep. Performance is everything. If you get a new job, if you're able to work weekends, work weekends. If you're able to work extra hours, work extra hours. Mm -hmm. Don't go back to the client and say, Hey, I need extra money. Just do it. They'll appreciate it. And it'll get you more working longer. No, I love it. Uh, Well, one thing I try to do on every job in the beginning is work that first Saturday. Nobody's there. You're able to be more productive because the guy's overtime. And by the time that super comes back Monday morning, he's like, holy shit, look what just got done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it makes you look good and you're ahead of the game. No, that's great. Nice approach. Yeah. And that's on the business end. Obviously, those first couple of years, your, your startup, you know, that's the toughest, trying to build your your business, right? The sleepless nights, the the anxiety, you know, what are you doing? Thinking about, go, you know, going back, quitting. I'm sure you had all those feelings because we all do. Yeah. So as far as growing pains, you know, we've either doubled or tripled in size these last couple of years. So, you know, as far as financially, you had to be smart with your money. You know, once you got that first big check, not go out and buy a boat or a brand new truck, yeah. you know, use that money to continue to build your company and 
hire the right staff you need to be able to grow properly. That was in regards to if you want to start your own business, you know, obviously, you know, the startup world that how challenging that can be, as you shared. But if you just want to be a worker, just talk a little bit about, you know, if you want to be get into construction, what would you recommend someone do? Just work hard every day. Your boss is going to realize it. Don't be a robot. That's what most people get in, into as far as like, you know, they do the same thing every day. They don't ask questions. They don't want to learn. Ask questions. People want to teach other people. If you're willing to learn and, and improve, you know, your salary is going to get moved up. Your boss is going to notice it. And, you know, you'll grow throughout the company. If you want to be a robot and do the same thing every day, not, not want to improve yourself, you're never going to succeed in a company. Yeah. The, your main goal should be every day, what, what else can I learn? What can I learn to be able to make the company more money so my value is more to be able to get paid more of what mm-hmm. get paid the salary you want to get paid? If you're not making the company money, then there's no justification of you getting paid. And that's how I did it when I was younger, for working for anybody. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn as much as possible, ask as many questions, even if I was annoying. Yeah. I would ask a million questions. And I understood as a business, in order to get paid more, my value needs to increase to the company. In order to do that, I needed to be able to do multiple things. And I think my employees are a great example. I mean, for us to be the size we are, I have one office manager, two estimators, which I do a lot of estimating myself. Mm -hmm. So we have four office personnel running a $16 million company. That's A lot of these people... My team are doing multiple things. They're not just estimating. They're doing a little Mm -hmm. project management. They're doing a little material takeoff. My office manager, she wears four hats, but allows us all to grow as a company and all make good money. Yeah. Now, you being an owner, you know, looking at your employees and your workers, how important to you as an owner, business owner, is positive attitude with your personnel? I mean, it's extremely important, you know. Nobody, as far as a super on a job site, if you were to have a super on a job site and to see one of my guys just be miserable, miserable all day, you know, it's tough for everyone to work together. Yeah. You know, they got to have a positive attitude for anything. Yep. For, even if the electricians are there, you know, it, it's extremely important. You know, the way I see it too is when they show up to the job site, the more you're productive during the day, the faster the day goes. I've been in the field many times and I still go out to the field many times just to show these guys mm-hmm. I could still do what they're doing now and to prove to them that I could do exactly what they're doing, but more. Mm-hmm. Well, you're still just young. So they understand I'm not a guy behind a desk. Yeah. Got it. But you know, positive attitude, you know, and part of that is my responsibility, you know, making sure I'm paying them fair wages, making sure I'm taking care of them for holidays making sure I'm, you know, just on a daily basis, communicating with them and making sure they feel part of the team. You know, and I think that's why I had a good return on all my employees because, you know, they feel like they're part of RDL. They don't feel like they're just an employee. You know, any one of them can come to me and talk to me. They all have my cell phone number. I've always taken care of my employees. If they ever had an issue at home or needed to borrow money, you know, I've always taken care of my employees without my employees. I am nothing. I love it. Well said again. And Ron, what you're doing, man, it's nothing short of amazing. You know, congrats 
Appreciate I'm, I'm proud of what you're doing, man. I love following you on social media and I will continue to do so. And, and we're going to look to do some more business together for sure. Absolutely. And um, again, appreciate you coming on, taking the time, sharing your story. If you want to let the listeners know how to contact you and give your company information. Yeah. So you can reach out to me through my website, rdlconstructionllc.com. The email, ronlind at rdlconstructionllc.com. You know, either of those two ways are great to reach out to me and, you know, let me know. And social media wise, I, I know you're on LinkedIn. Oh, so social media wise, I got Facebook, RDL Construction LLC. You just put in the search. I have Instagram, RDL Construction LLC. LinkedIn, Ronald Lynn. You search there and uh, you'll see me there as well. Good stuff, man. Thanks again. And no, uh, thank you. I appreciate you having me on and uh, I look forward to 2021 with you. Yeah, me too. Thanks again and uh, have a good rest of the week, buddy. Talk to you soon. See you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Constructing Greatness podcast. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at nicholasofac at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.